Welcome to the Hanging with the Muses podcast, a late bloomin' creative's quest to make a living making stuff. I'm Tiffany Prashera, and I've been a composer, author, and voice artist for decades, but I'm not exactly where I'd like to be in my career. Join me as I strive for greatness, or at least some decent semblance of mediocrity, and share tips about what I've been learning along the way. Greetings and salutations, and welcome to another edition of the Hangin' with the Muses podcast. How you doing today? I hope your day is going well so far. I'm doing just fine. It is a Sunday afternoon, and I've been sort of working hard, sort of playing hard, and it's been good. It's been good. I will have to say, though, that if you've listened to the last episode, you know that I was having some technical difficulties with my laptop. And it would just go from being plugged in to being on battery that the connection, the power connection wasn't working. And guess what? That just totally stopped working about a little over two weeks ago now. So I had to bring it in. So I have found another way to do things with another computer for as long as I can remember. A couple decades, at least, I've always had kind of two computers on the go because tech happens and I always want to be able to do what I need to do. So hopefully my laptop will be back soon though. And luckily though, even your cell phone can be an amazing creative tool. I can still be working outside, working on lyrics. You can get these little piano apps so you can, you know, work out a melodic line or something like that while you're hanging out on the balcony on your phone. It's pretty impressive that way. But so that's where we're at. So you may notice things sound a little different today. So on today's episode, I thought we would have a chat about the online communities that we can be a part of, mainly through social media platforms. You know, there's the Facebook groups and that sort of thing, and how we can effectively interact with those groups, those communities. You may be someone who is heavily involved in the online communities. You sign up to a lot of things and you really interact and and connect. And maybe it's not something you've gotten involved with yet. But I thought we'd have a little chat about that. And I'll give you some tips from previous experience on how to successfully navigate these things. There are definitely, if you have not been a part of these communities before, there are definitely reasons to become a part of them. You meet people who are interested in the same things that you are. That's a bonus because sometimes what we do, we can be kind of isolated and this gives us an opportunity to meet, you know, other composers in my case, or maybe other painters in your case, right? And you can learn from each other and maybe become friends. (laughs) There's also the opportunity with these, depending on the type of community that you're involved with, you can also potentially learn about opportunities, learn about jobs that you can apply for. So it's helpful from a business perspective as well. So if you haven't done it yet, don't negate the idea. Don't negate the idea. And if you have done them and you kind of like, "Ah, I'm so over that, just hang with me and maybe, you know, we can get some of the frustrations worked out for you. So here are some tips to help navigate these groups. Number one, Read the rules that the moderators have set down. Not everybody does this, and it can get you into trouble. There are different types of groups out there. There are some that are meant for connecting, 
There are some that are meant to display jobs. And there are some that are just meant to kind of share your work, right? Here's what I'm up to. What are you up to? And the rules will reflect the intention of that group. If it says that you are not supposed to be promoting yourself, then don't. Because first of all, you will look like you are not a professional and you don't know what you're doing because you don't know how to read the rules. And second of all, people will get annoyed and your post will be removed and they may comment, hey, buddy, no promotion. It just does not look favorably upon you. So if you think that you are solely going to get on these groups to be, hi, I'm a blah, 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 who does blah, blah, blah. Hit me up if you want to work together. There are groups for that and there are groups that are not for that. So make sure you know what kind of a group you're getting into. I'm involved in music groups, music teacher groups. I'm involved in film and media groups. I'm involved in writing groups. And they're all different in terms of what they will allow. If they say no negative comments towards somebody, make sure you abide by that. If this is supposed to be a safe space for people to express themselves, nobody needs your criticisms. You know, if you have nothing nice to say, then maybe you just shouldn't say anything. If it says that you can promote yourself on a certain day of the week or a certain day of the month, then abide by that. And there's usually, there'll be a hashtag, you know, so it's like basically, here's my little promotional blurb for the week. Abide by that. Number two, be of service if you can. Look at what people are writing about on these boards. And if you can help answer their question, do it. Number one, you're helping somebody out. And number two, you might make a connection, which is what a lot of people are there for. So don't think that you're just going to get on these groups and talk about yourself or ask all of your questions and not have anything to do with anybody else's concerns or questions or anything like that. It's a community and treat it as such. It feels actually really good to know that you've helped somebody solve their problem. Why, yes, I know the perfect song for that student or absolutely all you have to do is tweak this, you know, and they really appreciate it. So be of service if you can. Look at the activity on the board and don't just get on when you have something to post yourself. There are some sources that say, you know, after a while, if you have not, if you've just been talking about yourself and you're not helping other people along the way, then they might actually kick you out of the group or not let you promote on the day of the week or the month that you are allowed to promote yourself. Because like you haven't been involved in the community. So why should we let you have this opportunity? So be of service. Number three, along with what goes with being of service, which is looking at what other people are posting, make sure that you are not, I guess, say beating a dead horse. I don't know what the term would be. What I mean is when you do have a question to ask, make sure that you are not asking a question that numerous people have asked on the board before. In some of these music groups that I'm involved with. So many people, you know, because music teachers have been going to online teaching, everybody is asking all of these questions about it. And there comes a point, it's like, you you just want to say, look at the other 50 posts and what other people have commented on those posts, right? We're all doing the same thing. This question has already been answered. Even if you, and even if you say, oh, I'm so sorry to ask, well, then Don't. If you know that the answer is there, just look it up. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. 
Maybe some people don't mind the same question over and over and over again. And especially if you are involved in some similar groups, you know, a person will post something on one group and then they'll post it on another and another, and you're getting even the same person with the same question several times, never mind different people. <laughs> but just look and see if your question has already been answered. That's just being respectful of people's time. Number four, be careful about how you present yourself on these forums. There was a group that I was involved with some time ago. I've since left it. And it was just not pleasant. People were swearing at each other for no reason. Uh, There was abusive language towards women or basically just commenting on, like, commenting salaciously on appearances when their job has nothing to do with their appearance. Um, And the thing about that is, first of all, you're not anonymous, right? Your name is there for everybody to see. And number two, this is a professional community. They can be. So if I know that you have that attitude towards women, for example, do you think I'm going to want to work with you? If I see your name attached to those salacious comments, not likely. That also goes for, for language. I know, you know, certain industries, certain groups, people can get a little colorful with the language. I would suggest that in these forums, refrain from that. It doesn't improve your status. It doesn't make you look better when you're dropping F-bombs all over the place in your posts, right? So I don't think there's any benefit to doing that. When you're with a group of people and you realize, hey, this, you know, this is kind of how we are, fine. But again, this is a professional forum. I like to think of it almost as a job interview in front of thousands of people. Would you be swearing and letting out the salacious comments and all of that in a job interview? Probably not. Probably not. Uh, So think of it that way. Think of these posts in these forums as job interviews in front of thousands of people. And then see how you wish to present yourself. (laughs) Just saying. Just saying. Number five. Give due appreciation, due credit, whatever you want to call it, when somebody does respond to your post and helps you out with a question. Don't just ignore it, taking their advice without letting them know that you're taking their advice. (laughs) Say thank you, because they put the time into that response, and, and they're not getting anything out of it. They're just helping you. So make sure that you give due appreciation. It's only polite. Number six. And this is something that may be a little contentious. People will have different views. But I personally don't really have a problem reporting people who are kind of not abiding by the rules or who are being nasty on these forums. There's usually a way to report someone. And I would say, I mean, maybe look at their history of of reports, but these are supposed to be professional, kind of safe, places for people to be. So just like you would report a catfish on online dating, you'd say, hey, this dude's not legit. You can do that with people on these forums too. 
because people have all sorts of ways of being and all sorts of motivations, right? Like not everybody who gets on these forums are really part of the community. They may have other intentions. So be aware. Oh, and another thing about the rules. Some of these groups are open to anybody to just be part of. Some groups you have to be approved. There's, there's different ways of getting in the group. So if the moderators say don't invite people to be part of the group, then don't. That's just poor form. The moderators are deciding, in that case, who they want to be a member of this community. So uh, watch the rules that way as well in terms of who else you can get involved with and, and who you can invite. Just thought. And finally, number seven. Don't be afraid to get off the group yourself. If you're finding it's just not fulfilling for you, if it's not meeting your needs, you don't have to be a part of the group forever. Nobody said you did. You can unfollow it and then maybe connect up again later on and see how it's going, what people are doing and whether it works for you or not. Or you can just dismiss it completely. It's your time. It's your energy. It's your social media space. And you get to do what you want with it. So don't be afraid to move on, is what I'm saying. (laughs) So those are some tips to help you navigate the world of these online creative communities. If you are a member, maybe this will help you have a bit of a more fulfilling time with it. If you haven't done these things before, maybe explore and see what's there. Because there's groups for everything these days. So see what's there and, and maybe dip your toes in the water, as they say, and become a member of something and see what happens. See what you can learn, who you can connect with. It's all in good fun. Now's the time to share a bit about what I've been working on and how it's been going. Well, you know the technical situation. So that's been fun. <laughs> and there was a point where I knew like, it, I, I was just not able to get the thing to plug in anymore. And I only had a couple minutes left. So I'm like frantically grabbing a flash drive so I can get some information on there so I can use it for my other computer. Otherwise, I would have nothing for anything. <laughs> it would just be, what was I working on again? So at least I, I had a couple minutes to do that before it completely shut down on me. That was a scary moment. But hopefully, you know, things will get fixed in good time because apparently my, my laptop is a good quality. So they encouraged me not to get a new one. They said, you know, this can, if this can be fixed with a new, now I'm getting a new motherboard and a new battery. Yes, a new motherboard and a new battery. So hopefully that it will just run like new. That would be great. But I have had a chance to work on some things. I have been back on the Christmas train. I was trying to do some, I had some string pieces going on, uh, some instrumentals, and it was, I'm not fully able to get things to gel on the older computer. So I want to try again and see if I can actually get those completed. But right now I'm 
working on ideas for Christmas songs. You know, I mentioned about Hallmark 2020. (laughs) We'll see what happens with production this year. And so I've been writing several songs about the holidays and such. And hopefully I will get to be able to actually record them soon when things are properly up and running again. But it's fun. I I enjoy, I, I have fun with the holiday music and kind of being cheeky with it too. It's a good time. I have been thinking about going back to one of my musicals that I have not completed. It's like a high, not a high school musical, but it's a musical for high school students. So I guess that'd be a high school musical. (laughs) Um, So I've been thinking about that inspired. I can't remember what inspired it, but I have been thinking about it. So I might revisit that when I get my laptop back. and see what I can complete in that arena. I know it could be some time before these things get to be performed with the current situation, but I uh, really love the idea of it. It's actually been many years, oh, almost, wow, like 28 years. No, well, 26 to 28 years anyway because I initially thought of the idea when I was studying film. And then, you know, a couple decades after that, I decided to make it into a musical. So it's been a long time for that idea. But this may be the opportunity to revisit. I'm excited about that. So that's, that's what I've been up to. The Christmas songs, trying to get my tech figured out and inspired to revisit a high school musical. Now's the time to talk about something that I've read, listened to, or watched that you might find inspiring. And it's kind of, well, redundant at this point. Um, Because if you haven't heard of this yet, I don't know where you've been. But Hamilton, the musical, is now on Disney+. And it is such, you know, I first listened to this show when it came out. It was streamed, the audio was streamed over a... Broadway website. And the first time I heard the intro, even from there, I was just like, what is this? What am I experiencing right now? And I rarely have that. So often it's like, oh, yeah, that's nice. But this was, oh my God. Oh my God. What is going on? If you don't know the show, Hamilton is the kind of tweaked story of. Alexander Hamilton, who eventually became the first treasury secretary in the U.S. in cahoots with George Washington, and there's Thomas Jefferson and all these people, and based on a book, and it was created by the great Lin-Manuel Miranda, who is just a genius, and the idea that he would make this story into a hip-hop musical is just, why not? You know, who thinks of that? He did. 
because he's a genius. I'm just going to say. And he stars as, as Alexander Hamilton, too. In this version, he has since moved on to other things and, and other people are playing the roles. But in this version, it's the original cast. And it's just expertly crafted, really fascinating to watch. I, I kind of knew it would be like you see little bits here and there uh, on TV and, and such. But to see the full thing played out was just awesome. The performances are incredible. It's great talents. And it just, there's something in it for everybody. It just, and it makes you feel things. And just be aware, you know, once you start, you just might become obsessed. I know somebody who hasn't really, she knew of it because I would talk about it all the time, but, and then she watched it the first weekend it came out. And now she's probably watched it a couple of times already because she talked about it the first time and then she's texting me with lines from it as she's watching it the second time. So she's already watched it twice. Um, But it is just a wonderful piece of art to experience. And it celebrates the best of many art forms, really. So, and it won a bunch of Tonys, so you know it's good. So if you haven't seen it yet, or if you don't know about it, Check out Hamilton, the musical, on Disney+. Plus. Now streaming on Disney+. Plus. So that is it for this episode of Hanging with the Muses. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you found it helpful. I wish you a fabulous journey into the world of online creative communities. And have a great day. We'll see you next time. 